You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello? Hello, Aubrey Plaza, actor. Oh, God. Is this real? Is this working? It's as real as it gets, Aubrey. I had a shot of mezcal before this. I need to do something for you. We were just in Seattle for two weeks. If you ever go up there, you can use my house. Okay. Are you one of those people that like owns an island or something? No. It's a nice house. It's little. This one's the fancy house, but it's in Connecticut. The other one's the cool house in Seattle. That's cool. Connecticut and Seattle. You really figured it out. Do you have what they call a hard out? Honestly, at this point, I don't even know anymore. I give up. Yes, you know what I do? I'm working on my boundaries. I do have a hard out. I have a hard fucking out. Lock it down. Lock it down. Lock, it's lock it up, I'm pretty sure. But. Lock it up is military people, and then movie people, I think, think they lock it down. Okay, I'm pretty sure movie people say lock it up, but honestly, no. there's what's the difference, if, if we're being honest, between an army and a crew. Ready? Yeah. There's Aubrey Plaza doing some pre-stretching before this interview. Uh, for those of you watching on video on <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> she, Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> works out with the same Pilates lady as Gretchen, my wife. Okay, that was like seven years ago. But... Oh, Gretchen talks about it a lot. Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> you say Plaza or Plaza? I say Plaza. I say plaza because I'm real fancy like that. Yeah, it's artier. Aubrey Christina Plaza is an American actress, comedian, and producer. She began her career performing improv and sketch comedy at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. She starred as April Ludgate on the NBC. Hold the fuck a minute. What? They left out. Between Upright oh, Citizens God. Brigade. Here we go. This is the whole reason I'm on this podcast. This is the whole fucking reason I'm on this podcast. And Wreck, where she Here really go. got her national start. Oh, my God. Show called Main Street. Main the Street. ESPN. There it is. There it is. It only took how many seconds are we into this podcast? No, I'm, I tell a story about how we met for every show. Like, uh-huh. how did I meet this person? So okay. we're casting for the show called Main Street. Somehow, John Skipper. Bought the idea from Josh Shellov and Todd Pellegrini, my friends. We, hey, what if we do a situation comedy about my life at ESPN? And there's this Aubrey Plaza and this other girl named Allison Becker. And they were both so good. Afterward, we're like, how the fuck do we cut you? We got to have both of them in. Let's just make up. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Let's just make up two roles. We tied. Yeah. Allison will be the producer person, Aubrey will be this executive person. And right after that, all of them, John Glazer, Bortz, 
Everybody oh, goes on to Parks and Rec. They leave me behind to call the Cubs Marlins <laughs> highlight. Go fuck yourself. You all made it to Hollywood. Danny, and I'm sitting out here. Danny, Danny, come on, man. You're you're an American icon. You're an institution. You you got it all figured out. You got Connecticut. You got Seattle. You got you know the people love you. You know, and look at me. I'm just grinding it out day after day. You know, there's no. The end, there's no end game here. I mean, it, you you figured it out. So you just, taught me yeah, how to. It. You taught me how to text. You used to make fun of me because I didn't text on my phone. It was a new mobile device that I couldn't figure out. And during breaks, Aubrey Plaza actor would mm -hmm. Kenny, you're an idiot. Here's all, all you gotta do is hit this button and type these words, and then yeah. Oh my god! Remember those days? Yeah, honestly, I still feel like that show was such a good idea like that show would have crushed it who do who can we blame for this i want to blame someone is it pellegrino society no i'd blame management they killed it management. for no reason and then you guys all went off and got famous and then the next thing yeah, i did was man. i did something called wider world of sports and i went around the world and did unusual sports that was pretty fun so it was a good fallback what do you remember about that period in your life, you were, you were, you know, breaking through, but you had not done big, big national stuff yet. Right. You had maybe been in a commercial or something, but you were a youth. You were like 23 or something. I was 20. Oh God. I didn't turn my notifications off. I got a new laptop. Um, I was 22. I must've been 22, um, 21 or 22 because I look, I have a terrible memory, but yeah, that was before, obviously before I was on Parks and Rec and before I was in funny, everything for me happened very quickly. It all happened in one week. Like I was, I went from main street to, you know, sunset Boulevard. You did. We went and saw, night. we went and saw you and funny people at the arc light theater on sunset. And you were great. And you, I remember you telling me I had to train like go up on stage and practice being a, you know, like I had to play the part. I had to go. Out uh, yeah. I had to pretend to be a stand up comedian. I got, I pretend to be a stand up comedian to get the part. And then they were like, okay, you got the part. Now you really have to pretend to be a stand up comedian. And I did for a while, but I don't know what is pretend anyway. Um, I know if you're an actor, like how do you, how does your husband know if you're acting or if you're being he real? He doesn't, but he doesn't. But I think that's what keeps the magic alive is because he never knows what he's going to get with me. I'm a new person every seven months. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it depends on what role I'm playing. You know, well, you got the life of an actor, Emily, the criminal, you were shooting that last summer when I had you on the Peacock NBC Peacock Olympic oh show. God. For some reason you agreed to come on and screw around. I think you were drunk. Yes. Or, I remember. I do remember this. It was, you were very was, funny. You were in your in back middle, porch. Middle of the day. Yeah. And well, it started... was during the quarantine, right? No. Yeah, well, the last know. time, well, the quarantine's still going. We're in the monkeypox now. Going. Yeah, we've moved uh, on. The and... I don't want the monkey. Don't give me the monkeypox. Nah. Don't give it to me. That's some bullshit. Um, but for Emily the criminal, you play Emily, who is the criminal. Did you go do some crime? Like, go practice crime in order to get into that role? It's a great question, Kenny. I, the, my ins I've always had an instinct a criminal instinct and without revealing too much, you know, let's just say that it runs in the, in my family. 
mm-hmm. runs in my blood. Um, I, yeah, I uh, grew up around, around, you know, all kinds of situations, but no, I didn't, I didn't steal anything. She's a, okay. She's, first of all, she's a criminal, but really she's, you know, she's beaten down. She's Robin Hood. She's a, she's a modern day Robin Hood. She's stealing from, from the bad guys, from the credit card companies, the corporations, you know, she's not, she's not stealing, you know, from regular folk, regular folks. So what, is she a criminal? I don't know. What is a criminal? You know, why why, why are we here? It's, I would agree. It's a blurry line right now, given that a lot of crime is going on seemingly out in the open brazenly public record kind of crime yeah at the fucking top and garland doesn't do anything uh you said not to go to politics because how important is it for you to get trump reelected? i know you're on his committee (laughs) fuck you (laughs) i okay i was there in the protest with the bit with the giant baby um blimp in london Mm. okay i was there i was the one holding up that trump baby oh i love that baby blimp i was right under that thing um let's not talk about him he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve for us to even utter his name yeah well unfortunately he's still the leader of that side but um what's the worst crime you ever did real life like i stole a snick uh no it's a milky way when i was five i stole a milky way from the iga food store and then i got so guilty i was eating it on the side of the house and i went and told my mom okay i would say you know that I we talk, we've talked about this, but you know that I grew up pretty religious, very Catholic. You know, Catholic mm-hmm. school all the way, all girls private Catholic school. Um, went to church. I was a cantor in church. Went to youth group. So the wrath of God was like a real thing for me. So I didn't. I was not. I wasn't really. I would say the crimes that I've committed are more drug smuggling, mm-hmm. um, drug trafficking. Or mm-hmm. what's the difference? Um, very large amounts of illegal drugs. Can I say this? It's it's up to you. Um, I, but before you say anything over else, over board over borders of countries, sure, different country, uh, federal, international crime is my thing. I like to go international with it. Fuck, you know, petty theft. Yeah, it's either that. It's either international crimes or it's um, vandalism. What kind of things have you vandalized recently? Oh, recently. Like, will you just go tag a building, put some kind of graffiti? I have. Well, there's this. There's this building in Wilmington, Delaware, right by my dad's house. um, That's called the Blue Ball Barn, and I just have this like instinct every time to just go and put an S on that. And I, (laughs) I've I've gotten very close, like. I'm going to do it. I think I usually, it's usually around the holidays when I go home for the holidays and everyone goes out drinking and everyone's drunk. And I just become a teenager again. I don't, when I grew up, we would vandalize, like we would vandalize buildings that were already dilapidated, like um, old DuPont, like experimental stations. Like as a teen, my friends and I would go, we'd throw rocks and bricks into the, the, you know, the buildings were already abandoned. So let's just say I was a good kid. That's fine. I also got arrested in junior college. We were at Kentucky Fried Chicken and we had been drinking, should not have, because it was before the minimum legal age. Oh. And 
we're in the back and I threw some napkins up in the air, just screwing around. And I talked on the microphone. I grabbed the microphone and called a horse race, I think. And they called the police. And I literally got handcuffed and taken away. Shut My, up. Minor in consumption and disorderly Whoa. conduct. And I was about to go back to football my second year at JC in about 10 days. So I had to call my coach. I admitted what I did, knew it was wrong. I'll be a good guy. You played football for Jesus Christ? That's cool. Junior college, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Time out. Let's go back in time to a story we were talking about earlier. And we were shooting. You're going to be in White Lotus, which we're not talking about it, but it's about a we hotel. We can talk about it. I just don't know what to say. Okay. That's just a, just say it's really, it's ago. prominent. And I really enjoyed my time. It's prominent. I really enjoyed my time. I, I'm Lotus. so glad to be added to season two. It's such a, it's season so interesting because there's so many layers <laughs> to all the characters. All that, Stay all that shit later. But so <laughs> that's about a hotel and the people at the hotel. You were in Main Street episode at a hotel, and the premise was that Aubrey, Allison, and me got to a hotel, and they didn't have a reservation, so we had to share a room, and then some internet blogger <laughs> people saw us going into a room and started writing they, salacious things about us. They thought we were having threesomes. Yeah. But that's kind of what you wanted, isn't it, Kenny? This whole thing, this whole podcast, this whole thing is, is all... Me. You you getting me and Allison down to the Bahamas. I know what you're I know what you're doing. It's this it's all goes back to Main Street. Well it's just some sick perverted shit. <laughs> I knew it. That's, that's not true. I'm that's, about the art. So am I, but they they don't have me in the shows. So <laughs> we got married, Gretchen and I five years ago, and Allison was gonna come and she said, I'm gonna bring a friend. Is that cool? I said, Of course, you can you know. And it says it's going to be a surprise and you're going to love it. And it's going to be a famous person. Did you go because you wanted to go to the wedding or just did you want to go fuck around in the Bahamas? I literally don't even know how I ended up there. I'm telling you, I was so stoned. I don't even remember how, like, I just remember all I remember is like that whole thing was a blur. I don't know how I got to the Bahamas. I don't know where I came from. Like <laughs> it happened so fast. I think I was on some kind of, I don't know, some kind of not, not a bender, but just some kind of, I just got swept up by the Allison thing. And then she, I don't even know how do you get to the Bahamas? I don't even you, remember. You probably went through Miami, then a North Eleuthera, then a speedboat. And then yeah, I probably did. I, I don't remember. All I remember is like, I woke up and I was on in a golf cart <laughs> speeding through the jungle <laughs> with Allison. And I'm, and I was like, dude, I haven't even hung out. We haven't, I love Allison Becker, but we we hadn't even hung out in years. I mean, it was just one of those random things where it was just, I was in the right time, right place at the right time. I remember she called me, I think, and it was just one of those, like, I do tend to do that one though. I've done it before where people will, I'm really, I'm a really bad planner, but if, if someone calls me and says, Hey, do you want to like go to the Bahamas tomorrow for Kenny Maine's <laughs> wedding? I'm like, yes. Because I can't plan in advance, but if for some reason I've got three days, like I will do it because I got to get my vacation in while I can. And I just thought it was funny to fuck with you. Yeah. You were, you were, but you know what? People think that you're what you just portrayed. However, I remember sitting on the cushions at the pool late at night and you were very warm and sweet and sincere and thoughtful and all the things that I think you really are. Yeah. You, yeah, you were. We're talking about I, stuff. We did not. We got deep. I don't know. 
considering. You had a vibrating marijuana pen. That was so weird. I've never I'd seen one before. Chill out. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like, you're like family to me. You are. You're like family. You're like my perverted uncle or something. I don't know what you are, but you're like. <laughs> you're so bad. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Got any advice? Um, well, let me tell you an hey, SB story where I got kicked out SB. for life from the SBs. So, what? yeah. So we had done, they wanted us to be in a skit where I was going to pretend to shoot people because they were stealing our jokes. Oh. The guys from Sports Night. Remember that TV show called Sports Night? Yes. Aaron Sorkin. Um. And I said, do you really want me holding a gun on TV? Even if it's a joke, is that a good message? I'm killing someone over him stealing Dan Patrick's jokes and none of mine anyway. So we had an argument about the bit and I just was against it. I didn't feel good about it. And so what they, the compromise was they're going to bring in a guy wearing fatigues. He'll hold the gun and we oh, stand no. next to him. Like we're his accomplice. And I'm the new guy. I've only been on with Dan for like a year at that point. I'm three or four years deep. So they run it, it's on tape, and then they run it, and I'm pissed off now. So I went out and just kind of did my own thing when it came time to I gave a clenched fist salute to my brothers at ESPN News who were not invited tonight. I will oh bring back God. shrimp from the post-game party. And they oh got so God. mad. And Burt Reynolds told me it was genius. And I said, how come, how come nobody laughed? And he's, and he's like, fuck the crowd. Go with your heart. Do what you feel. Thank yes, you, Burt. Burt Reynolds, represent. Yes, Bert. What are you presenting? That's what I'm talking about. I think I'm presenting like the fucking award of the. I'm presenting the last award. Best is it the last? Best men's best athlete. musical. Yeah, best musical. Best musical in a short program variety series. Um, best men's athlete. Um, Wait a minute. And I'm pre I'm presenting with Mookie Betts. Sure. And Star. Steph Curry is nominated. Who's also hosting? Oh. I don't know. I. I think it's i'm scared but anyway this will air after that anyway so that's by okay. that time you'll see that i was kicked out this is you know 
audio interruption. This story will be dated by the time the Aubrey Plaza episode airs. She will have already presented on the SBS. Presented the one where I got kicked out forever. Um, been kicked out. I'm gonna follow in your footsteps. Do you, I'm gonna do, do what you want. I'm gonna get kicked out. Can what I tell you fuck? about an injustice that I'm angry about involving yeah. you? I don't know. All right. Were you invited or not invited to play in the celebrity softball game at Dodger Stadium at the All Star break? How would they leave you out? Hollywood starlet. Wait, I think I was, but I think I was in Italy. On this past Saturday? Like three days ago? Yes, dude. I was invited. Was Brian Cranston there? I didn't watch. I just know you didn't play and I was mad. I was like, Aubrey. I would have done. I would I would have done, but I, I know because you, you played I the game. back in time. But you know what I am? Yeah, he was there. Brian, I was invited. I was invited. I got that invite. God damn, okay. I really wanted to do it. But you know what I am doing? And you'll be happy about this is... The MLB network. Is that a thing? Sure. Major League Baseball. They're, they've asked me to come on their new show, which is called uh, something about batting cages or something, or slugger sure. something. And I'm where I think like the whole gimmick is like they're going to, the host is going to interview me while I'm hitting balls in the batting cage. I love cage. it. And I'm doing that on tomorrow, on this Thursday. Going to help so promote really, you yeah, in general, or are you going to help promote your movie or just? doing it for the art i mean i guess we'll talk about emily the criminal because that's what i got going on but i'm i'm doing it to get in the cages to get some aggression out because i haven't been to therapy in a while and i've just been through a lot lately so i'm always looking for a chance to get in the batting cages i can't wait to well i remember shooting a little scene with you and there was a break and you just invited me and you said i brought my mitt and you wanted to go in the street and play catch to prove to me Mm -hmm. that you had a live arm and I appreciated I every bit of that whole story. And you did. She has a solid arm. I you did played, a solid you arm. Played, you played high school and college or just high school? Just, I played, I played junior. I played elementary school and high school. I did not play in college. I went to NYU. For well, they might have had an intramural team. Uh, I don't think I did. I was too busy, like who knows what I was doing, but, um, but I did play later on, you know, the parks and rec crew, you know, we played in the television league. Yeah. yeah. We played other, our, other TV shows and that was really fun. But um, I, I remember when I was in 12 and under, I was on travel teams. So when I was in 12 and under, we went to the nationals. That was my big glory moment is 12 and unders went to Oklahoma city for the nationals. Didn't make it very far, but man, we were good. What Best position? What position? You feel like a shortstop to me. <sighs> I was shortstop. I believe I was shortstop at that time. I was, I don't know. I, I, through my career, my years of playing softball, I bounced around a lot because not to brag, but I can kind of play any position. And Mm -hmm. so like, it really depended on the team, what they needed the most, you know, what their strengths and weaknesses were. And then I get kind of plugged in because I remember in high school, the w- me and this uh, my one of my good friends Corinne Callen who was a pitcher who was also on travel teams really good arm crazy arm really good pitcher she was the pitcher and nobody could catch her because she was so fast her pitch was so fast that nobody could catch so I became the catcher and you know I'm not like typical built for a catcher kind of person but I was catching I, ca- I caught in high school because a I could throw people out at second because you know I have a, that live arm live arm and I could catch Corinne 
And it was like, and we want, we want every game. Oh my God. We just destroyed everybody in Catholic conference. What's Corinne doing now? Corinne count. She's actually, uh, she, she's, uh, actually an art teacher at my high school right now. Let's call her up. She's the best. Can we patch her in? Sure. I don't know how to do that. I'm not good well, at technology. But... Do you she's still, a... oh, she's good. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm old. And the only thing I've left is my arm athletically. And I'm not going to lie. Like it's fun to still prove to people that you once could do something and you still can sort of in that realm. So I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I have an ego about that for sure. Me too. I, I still, I still uh, carry my mitts and my balls. Sometimes I take to work before Gary Marshall died. You know, I had a catch with Gary Marshall in the nice. parking lot outside of our trailer. Cause you know, he's, he was really a big baseball fan, obviously. Softball, well, baseball. Yeah. I've thrown first pitch at the Mariners now like five times, and I told them next time I want to go out to right field, maybe uh -huh. come in a few steps, but like throw it 300 feet, one bounce to the plate, no. crowd goes wild, Mariners win the pennant. That's, I mean, that's my vision. Wow. I, can, I believe in you. I think I, I can do you. that. How about the basketball team, the Pistol Shrimps? Fucking pistol shrimps. Are they still active? Well, first of all, you do remember that I traded myself to the Spice Squirrels. I did not remember that part. Alive on ESPN with you. Remember Fuck, the big I decision? I think I remember <laughs> that was like nine years ago. Like, <laughs> I, it was like you, nobody the decision. Saw this. This yes, the I decision. forgot. This is yeah. the biggest the prank decision. ever. The biggest prank that nobody ever saw me do is that you had me live on ESPN. I announced that I was trading myself to the Spice Squirrels. <laughs> nobody gave a shit. Nobody knew that what the fuck I was talking about, except that did you know there was a documentary made about this? Yes. And I'm the vil I'm like the villain in this documentary because I Can traded myself for the other team. That's amazing that they made a doc and I'm gonna name drop just because it's always fun to do. Mike sure. McCready of Pearl Jam sends me a text and he says, I just saw you on this documentary about the pistol shrimps. It's crazy. That was so, you know. So he watched, oh he my cared. God. That's cool. Yeah. Who do you want to just name drop a while? Who are famous people that you hang out with? Go. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. It's just the cast of White Lotus, basically. Okay, fine. Last five months. Where did you film that? Sicily. Sicily? Mm-hmm. Where were they the first season? Hawaii or somewhere? They were in Hawaii the first season. I wasn't on that season. I know you weren't. You're on season two if they can Well, I don't know what you watch. I watched um Winning time about the Lakers. Oh my god! Yeah, I how was that? that? I loved it. John, John C. Riley. He was amazing. Here's some I'll trivia for you: the woman that the, the hairstylist that does John's hair in that show did my hair on the White Lotus season two. Small world, huh? What's her name? Mia. She's from Finland. Free shout out, Mia from Finland. <laughs> Me and John, we both basically have the same hair, so. One time, your hair looks nice. You look you look good. You look healthy and happy. Have you been doing yoga or something? No, but I really got to. I really got to get back in here. I went to the gym yesterday for the first time in a month. I lifted I for get. the first time in a month today. It's so hot I here. I was going to run yoga. with my brace. You know, I got my ruined ankle, but I have this brace yeah. and I can I can run with it. And it's like ninety eight degrees. And our air conditioning's broke inside the house. It's cooler out here on this porch. Oof! What's going on? The world's just burning. Yeah, things aren't well. Fun. We're not going to get into that. We're just doing happy right, reminiscence. Doing happy, stuff. Happy, stuff. happy, 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 happy. In White happy, Lotus happy, season, <laughs> in White Lotus season two, which we're not going to talk about. Do you play a criminal? Right. 
No, I play a fucking lawyer. Play the opposite of a criminal. But I no, not always true. Okay, you're right. Well, my mom's a lawyer, so I have a. I I, um, I noted that. And you have two sisters. Is that I a have fact? two sisters, two younger sisters. Yeah. What are they doing? Two younger sisters, Natalie, um, who's the who's just who's seven years younger than me, middle sister. She's actually out in Los Angeles. She works with my dad. She's on. She uh, works with my dad. She's on. They have a financial advising wealth management team at Merrill Lynch, and uh, they're killing it together. She's 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 taking over the West Coast um, satellite office for my dad's Delaware wealth management business. Um, really good, really good at her job. Um, if anyone needs any financial advice, Natalie Plaza. Um, at Merrill Lynch, check Free it out. Shout out Natalie Plaza. Yep, she's killing it, crushing it. Um, and then my younger, youngest sister Renee is in Philadelphia, getting her um, doctorate in Damn. psychology, and she is just grinding it out in med school. Couldn't, couldn't do that. Couldn't, you couldn't pay me as much money in the world to do something like that. That's a different kind of thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be driven to go through nine years of college or whatever it is. To get to she that loves point. school. I don't. She just loves school. I'm I bad at school. Did I you get kicked and... out of class a lot? No. I was telling somebody earlier what I ended up doing for a career is what got me kicked out in the hall in fifth grade. <laughs> Somewhat of a disruption. I didn't disrupt, but I. I did a lot of like pranks. Like I did a, like, I was like a rabble rouser. Is that a thing? I yeah. just, I just aged myself. Um, I was a real rabble rouser. I did a lot of like protests and stuff. And like, I did a lot of like, cause I went to an all girls school, did stuff like I'd organize things where I'd be like, all right, everybody tomorrow where everyone has to go to school with a mustache you can draw it on, you can tape it on, whatever, but do not take it off because it is our right to have a mustache if we want one and they can't say no or whatever. Like just stupid stuff like that. And so then, was, um, was there a point to the protest? Just just the freedom well, to wear a mustache the, as a girl? <laughs> I mean, look, we could probably unpack this for a long time. Just yeah. the psychology of what's going on with that thinking. But um, we're not going to go there. But I think the the main point was there. We had a guidebook. It was like a Ursuline Academy guidebook um, that was pretty conservative. And I just I scoured the guidebook at night, and I would go, I'll find a way to get through these rules. I'll find a way. And then I figured out because they were always coming down on us for our skirt length, and you know, because we had to wear uniforms and all that. And I was just trying to find a way to express myself. And I just thought like, you know what? They can't tell me not to have a mustache. That's not in the guidebook. So if they try to say, tell me to take it off, I'm not going to. I'm going to refuse because it's not against the rules or whatever. Um, and I just encouraged everyone, don't, don't buckle under the pressure. You know, all the nuns, all the teachers are going to try to pressure you to take it off. But you're not doing anything wrong. And I was the last, last man, last mustache standing. <laughs> Did your parents try to get you to go to a college where you had to wear a uniform and couldn't have a mustache? Or once you said, I'm going to NYU parents and I'm going wild because it's the New York city. I mean, no, they didn't really like have anything to do with that. But I think I actually wore my uniform to NYU because I didn't know how to dress. 
Because I wore a uniform. <laughs> Are you weird? <laughs> just do like a cartoony spit take. I was sipping um, water and that made me uh, laugh. That was worth I, it. <laughs> I brought my uniform to New York because I wore a uniform my whole life until I was 18. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, what am I supposed to wear to class? There's going to be boys in the class. And I was like, I'll just wear, keep wearing my uniform. How many times did you wear your Catholic school uniform to NYU? I, I did it once. It didn't go down well. It sent a message that I was not intending to send. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to be think about ironic. Like <laughs> I wasn't trying to be ironic. I was lazy. Okay. What did you typically wear otherwise? Like jeans, t-shirt, just regular I don't stuff? know because when we would have dress down days at school, it would be like once a month or something. It'd be like, it's dress down day. Show off your finest or whatever. I would always do characters. Um, like I'd wear my mom's like eighties business suits and I would go to school in character and try to sell real estate to the uh, teachers. Like I'd pretend to be a real estate agent or I would just use it for characters. Sure. Did you quickly distinguish yourself at NYU or did you have a year or two like, what the fuck am I doing? And then you kind of gained your confidence and became the girl we know. I don't really know. Cause when I was at NYU, I was doing UCB, which is yeah. how I met you. Oh, that, so that, You were doing it that young. Oh, hell yeah. That's what, that's like why I wanted to go to NYU because I was like, well, I obviously want to do film, but I was like, I want to go to UCB. I was trying to take classes in high school there. I was obsessed with improv. So the minute I got to New York, I was started to take classes at night. And that was like really distracting and like my focus. I mean, obviously I went to class, but not that lot, not that much. You know, what's really crazy. We could have met each other sooner if you were involved with those guys. Cause when I did my pretend football stories for countdown on ESPN, we would take a real story and I'd write a script, you know, like a little sketch, right? A little two minute thing. Tom Brady, yeah. here's your line, whatever. So this is a true story. Vladimir Putin stole the Super Bowl ring from Robert Kraft at a ceremony in Russia. And we did a whole story about trying to get the ring back from the Russians. I went to the Russian embassy. I got some UCB actors to go to the United Very Nations. Safe. And there, I got I paid eight of them, 100 bucks a piece. And there, they chanted, ah. Tom Brady enjoys buttered toast. Tom Brady enjoys... Shut that was, up. Is this on YouTube? You can find it. You can find it. I bet I know all those guys. Remember Nate Shelkey? Does that ring a bell? Yes, I know Nate Shelkey. He was in like five of them. In fact, Nate Shelkey was my ringleader. I would call Nate. Hey, man, I need three guys to show up. Charlie Todd in any of them? Who? Charlie Todd. Maybe, maybe not. I I met him. But but I would call Nate and say, hey, I'm doing a bit about blank. I need four actors tomorrow about noon to two. Are you guys cool? hundred bucks. I'll just pay cash. And one time... We did one about the invention of the forward pass, just like we took it back to olden day times. I put them in all white, mm-hmm. like like white tennis outfits or something. And they all just started changing at Central Park right out in the open, just pulled down their pants and put on these. <laughs> and yeah, that, that oh, was the, the one. Good old days. Do you remember the famous scene where, where Joe Namath told Susie Colbert, a drunken Joe Namath told Susie Colbert, I'd like to make out with you or I'd like to kiss you right now. It's a famous thing that happened in the world of sports. And I got Joe Namath to say, I'd like to kiss the guy who invented the forward pass. And then ESPN cut that. They cut that out. And Susie, because it was too homophobic. No, uh, Susie totally. I said, are you cool if we do this joke? It's, you know, clearly it's a nod to what happened that time where Joe got a little out of control. Joe's a great guy. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to demean him at all. Um, It was just a moment. He, you know, wasn't a great night, but 
Sadly, oh, okay. it didn't work out for comedy. <laughs> you know, sometimes that, that stuff ages really well, though. Sometimes yeah, just, it doesn't, but sometimes, you know, years later, you're like, now oh, that was funny. Well, I think sometimes telling stories about stuff that didn't even get produced or released <laughs> can be as like, you know, I had a million ideas that never happened. Mm -hmm. Let's Sounds make a movie right now. The movie is about you promoting okay. White Lotus against your will, but instead uh, you keep talking about Emily yeah. the Criminal. Who else is in Emily the Criminal? Theo Rossi, um, who's an amazing, incredible actor. He's amazing in the film. Yes. He, he was in that show, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Um, and Megalyn Echinowoke. I believe I'm saying her last name That's right. That's fine. She knows she's, who she is. She's amazing. Amazing as well. She plays my friend Liz in the movie. And uh, we were actually in a film together years and years ago called Damsels in Distress. So this is a reunion of sorts for us. Gina Gershon, star of Showgirls. Don't know if you remember that, Kenny. Sure. Who was the Gina? Who was the second AD or whatever they call it? the person that yells at everybody? Right. There's the director who's usually pretty nice, and then the next guy is always mean. He Jorge. yells. Jorge. Jorge. Lock it down. Jorge. <laughs> Lock Jorge the motherfucker down. down. Yeah, but I'm rolling. Jorge, man, we had a great crew. The most Puerto Ricans I've ever had on one crew which I'm very proud of. I have a picture of all the Puerto Rican crew members because um, you know I'm Puerto Rican. But yeah. um, Jorge was our was our AD and he actually didn't yell. He was like, he is like one of those like super California like ADs that like keeps it real chill. And sometimes I'm like, Jorge, you gotta, you gotta get in there, man. You gotta just command control, man. But he's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you, Aubrey. I got, you know, he was chill. He got, he have, got it done. I think Puerto Rico should be a state. I'm rooting for Puerto Rico's statehood and Washington, D.C. Um, and I'll have you know, after the hurricane, a mm. bunch of us in Seattle, you know, we didn't raise that much money, but we saw that our government was doing nothing. And fucking Trump nothing. was throwing fucking Viva paper towels at them. Yeah, and remember we that. Just did, we just did a couple fundraisers and found out who mm. the right channels were. I should have contacted awesome. you. But instead, well, I, I did it through some other people. I, you know, we all do the best we can. You know, we all do the best we can. What What are your causes besides uh, Puerto Rican statehood? What do you care about? I mean, I would say just, you know, coming off the, off the Puerto Rican stuff. Like, you know, anything to do with like, you know, I'm involved with the Hispanic Federation. Just, you know, helping you know, young, the young Latinx community, you know, got to I got to represent my people, you know, my grandparents are immigrants, you know, they worked hard. I wouldn't be here without them, out their fucking struggles that they went through. So I'd say that's pretty good. Where, where did they, where did they show you were in Delaware? Where were your grandparents? Were they elsewhere or Delaware as well? My, the poor, my grandmother, was in New York. You know, they went from Puerto Rico to New York City to Philadelphia. Okay. So my dad was born in Philadelphia. My mom was born in Delaware. But, you know, Delaware and Philly, where I was born in Delaware is like 25 minutes outside of Philadelphia, like right on the very, very north Delaware, practically Philly. So 
do you remember when you were featured in Delaware Magazine and Delaware Today? Yeah, and you were on I'm, the cover. Yeah, I was I, on the cover. And I think yeah. I put a tweet that this is what she's worked <laughs> for her whole career. And you wrote something back, like you were trying to kind of defend the magazine and the state. I wasn't really trying to bash anybody. It was just funny. You're Delaware Today. Oh, yeah. Magazine. I can't remember what I said to you. Look, I know it's a fucking joke to everybody else, but Delaware Today is a big deal for me, buddy. That's I, think I, grew, I grew up seeing that. I grew up seeing that magazine on every newsstand, wherever I was. It's hard to get on the cover of that one. Well, you made it. Um, I compete we, with all the DuPont, you know. Kids. That's right. We get the, dumbest, the Bidens. That's right. He goes home sometimes. Uh, we get the dumbest magazine where we are in Connecticut. It's called West of Mountain Road Magazine, and it's only what? for the it's only for the people who live west of this. There's a road, and then there's people over here, and there's people over there, and then they feature like here's That's the Smith family and their dog Fluffy, and they tell us. And I told Gretchen if they ever, she's already turned them down several times. Like, no, we don't want to be on the cover of West of Mountain Road magazine. That's so stupid. It's so. Shut up. You will be. I want to write a parody East of Mountain Road magazine and just the people's lives suck over there. And that's so like Parks and Rec, like Pawnee and Muncie. Yeah. But wait a minute. What is on the other side of the road? Because this sounds slightly kind of. It's wrong. Well, yeah, this side probably has bigger places and it's a mountain. So it's looking somewhat, not us. We're in the valley. We're halfway up the mountain. We didn't make it all the way. I still to this day don't know what a valley is. It's the bottom don't of a hill. Me. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what defines a valley and I don't want to know. There's other words like that that I don't quite like. I know what a peninsula is, I think. How about an isthmus? I don't care about that. Is that some kind of Egyptian catheter? I don't know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, so I sent a text to I sent a text to Riley. Not that I'm out of questions because they're endless. I sent a text to Riley Annie. Riley's Riley graduated from Boulder. She's now working for the Lincoln Project, making videos. Are you talking about your daughter? Yeah. Then Anna. You know, my sister went to Boulder. No. Yeah, Natalie. She went to Boulder. Free shout out, Natalie. Studied, studied architecture. Anyway, go ahead. And then Anna is a senior to be at Boston U, political science nice. journalism. Wow. Elena is a sophomore to be at USC, 
So if we need Whoa. help, we're going to call you. You got to go bail her out. Annie and, Aubrey. And then, yeah. And then uh, the last one is Bryn, who's a junior in high school. So I sent a text. Hey, send questions for Aubrey Plaza interview tomorrow. Oh Elena God. says, how was being on Criminal Minds? Ugh. Honestly, it was one of the joys of my career. And I'll tell you why. I got to play a ser I got to play a serial killer that was so dangerous that when we shot the scene where they take my character out of my cell, I'm wearing a Hannibal Lecter mask. I'm surrounded by guys with machine guns because I am so evil and so dangerous that that's how how Cat Adams rolls. And will I ever get to play a character that dangerous again? I don't think so. Those, those roles don't come around all, that often. So I got to give it up to Criminal Minds. Didn't it feel a little, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, I'm playing this really bad no. human. I never felt more comfortable in my life <laughs> than when I was in that Hannibal Lecter mask. I was like, I'm home. I'm home. Gretchen asks, did she manifest the life and fame she now has while watching Sunrise at our wedding? Yes, Gretchen, I did. Everything changed for me at your wedding, I think. Every, just everything came into perspective. I realized who I was, what I really wanted, because I saw what you guys had, and I realized this is where it's at. The magic. All this bullshit that I'm trying to do jobs it's endless jobs it doesn't matter this is life and That's this good. is what i want oh elena came with another question what's your take on skinny jeans are they hip or out of style <sighs> it just depends i think it depends on where you are i think it depends on what situation you're in because mm -hmm. i get it but i'm also like sometimes i don't wear skinny jeans I don't give a fuck. I'm also the worst person to ask about style because I basically wear like Catholic uniforms. Yeah, I wear uniforms every day. I think I'm I'm wearing like a nurse's uniform right. I don't know how to dress. You look like, like I, a you're wearing a second grade teacher uniform. I'm wearing like a thing, and my button didn't even work, so I put a pin it, on my shirt. What does it say? It says this is bullshit. Yeah. So you're making another protest. And um, that's not even that's oh, not even a <clears throat> Gretchen a came back and said, Why doesn't she cast you in anything? Who? Great question, Gretchen. Wait, what? Why doesn't why don't you, you? cast me in something? Penny, our day has yet to come. You have no idea. Like I'm basically my whole career is I'm gearing up to direct. Like I and I know you don't want to be directed by a woman, no. but <laughs> I and going to put you i i'm gearing up to direct very soon i don't think it, i don't think it looks that hard not to be cocky but like <laughs> the first person i'm gonna call <laughs> is you like i'm gonna i can't wait to get my hands on you i can't wait to just Mold psychologically me. psychologically terrorize you with my direction and and get all the revenge for all the men that have fucked me up in the head i'm coming right for you but i'm nice to you i've always been respectful and doesn't matter rooted for you cheered Doesn't you matter. on you know why because you can handle it okay i have that kind of depth also Annie, i think we i think we should do a tv i still want to do a tv show 
I think we, I think we're destined for, for network television. And when I get to a point where I go like, you know what, fuck it, let's just do a fucking multicam. Let's just do it, man. You and me. Dick Van Dyke show again. Bring it back. Whatever. Me and you like, let's bring it back. I don't know if you're joking or not, but I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to do something right now. It has gone nowhere so far, but we're trying to reboot the show that we spoke of previously where he, that's me loses his job he's out in the world you know tough tough things are happening like one scene i think we just wrote the other day in real life we went to somebody's graduation party and gretchen and i show up it's a few blocks away and all the women were wearing dresses like really fancy dresses and gretchen had jeans Mm -hmm. and a sweater and she made me take her home to change because she Mm -hmm. was embarrassed and Aww. right with the pressure of he lost his job and we're being judged and now my wife wore the fucking wrong clothes to this party and then we're driving halfway there and she says do i look okay i said you look great you look like a french maid you look hot she says what do you mean french maid what are the other people wearing so we had to go back Aww. another time and change to now a summer saratoga dress or something oh my god what a annie asks husband you are annie asks ask her about the new white lotus season so, Aubrey, tell me about the new White Lotus. <laughs> what the fuck is people's problem with this show? Like, what is it? What, it, what is it? You got, don't you want to be in it? I, I'm i in it. But like. Unless, unless they cut you. They can't cut you. I bet it? you dominated those bitches. This show really struck a nerve, didn't it? Because like, what is it about this show? I mean, it's good. I think it's really good. But it's so interesting how. Everybody wants to talk about it. You know what? Why it flips me out? Because I'm scared. I think the expectations are too high. Mm-hmm. What if we don't? What if I don't deliver? What if I'm a disappointment? This, that's where my head goes. Then you rebound Annie. and go on to the next project. <sighs> it was only that easy. How you do think you I'm get like Jennifer Lawrence or some shit? Yeah. How I'm many pounded the pavement? <laughs> how many people do you have? Do you still try out for shit, or does it all just get handed to you at this point? I, I I'm yeah. I still try out for stuff. I got rejected a couple months ago. I auditioned for something. They laughed in my face. How mad were Never you? ends. I was upset because I took a big swing and I got laughed at. Come on. Didn't get, didn't get the part either. You're making this up. I'm not. I'm not. But I am at the point where I, at least I can go, you know what? Take it or leave it, buddy. You don't like it? Do you say buddy? Fuck off. <laughs> I say it how many, when I'm alone. How many agents and publicists <laughs> and managers and shit like that do you have? Oh God, at this point, I couldn't even, t- I mean, I get a new agent, you know, every week I got 20 agents at this point, all taking 20%. I know. Like, one. what do you end up with? Do you get like $5 <laughs> for a movie at this point? Cause you have to pay all these checks. I'm broke. Kenny, I'm broke. I, I have to pay. You have to pay. I have to pay to do, I basically paid, you know, to do whatever I want to do. I don't know. No. I'm bad at the business stuff of it, you know. I just go like, oh, I'm an artist. I'm so stupid. I don't take my money. I take all of it. But as long as I get to cry on camera in front of millions of people, I'm fine. Can you cry on command? Like right now, just this interview sucks and I'm going to cry. Go. Don't do this. I'm not doing it right now. I just need a, like a Yelp rating on all my interviews. Like zero to ten. Ten's the fucking greatest interview ever. Zero. God, why did I do this? <sighs> i mean i'll give you 10 i don't know nine ten whatever we're almost at the end and i i like to respect our guest's time we said an hour and we're at 50 
six minutes. Well, minus yeah, one. Yeah, I have boundaries, you know. People ain't going to walk all over me anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Riley. Hey, what's up? You didn't answer the text. I'm with Aubrey Plaza, and everybody had a question for her. What oh, question? She couldn't come up with anything. She couldn't come up. Just anything. Riley, off the top of your head. Freestyle. Oh, God. I don't know. Don't put me on the Don't spot. put me on the spot, she said. Aubrey, say hi to Riley. Wait. Hi, Riley. It's too late. You're she said hi, Twitch. Riley. Hi. She's, sorry. She said she's Everyone's sorry. Everyone's watching you on Twitter. You're too big a star. All the daughters said get Aubrey Plaza. Why? What, are you going to look forward to her special... Emily, the she criminal, just flushed the, the toilet. She did. I am. I don't know. She <laughs> Are you going to be the first person to buy a ticket in Colorado for Emily, the criminal? I'm actually going to camp outside the theater. She's going to camp outside the theater. The night fuck before. you, Riley. <laughs> she said, fuck you, Riley. That was mean. All right. Love you. I'll see you. I can't wait for this week. All right. I love you. Okay. You're on the podcast. That's Riley. You Riley. Really Riley's very quick and it's surprising. She's gonna be mad at me that I did that. She was so taking dad, a don't put shit. me on the spot. Dad, stop it. How could you not have one fucking question for Aubrey Plaza? Come on, Riley. She was peeing. What do you want to be when you grow up? You. I want a house in Connecticut. I want a house in Seattle and four gorgeous, healthy children and a beautiful wife that does a B method. And two dogs and a cat. Yeah, you got it all figured out. And you're always like fucking bitching about whatever but it's like you you you're you figured it out i don't think i'm bitching i'm i have more ideas than i'm being allowed to present <laughs> i'm serious just you wait i'm just gonna make stuff on my own and put it out on twitter for free and see what happens great i'll retweet you I'm going to do a simulcast of thursday night football but it's gonna be electric football and i'm just gonna say stupid shit for an hour I and have no idea what those words mean. Would you like to join me? Is this like a European thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> what part uh, are we cutting out of this show so far? All right, Aubrey, what? lightning, lightning round. We don't uh, have a, we don't we don't have a lightning round. Um, because my brain is broken. Let me see if I did. I wrote. Four notes. I wrote Emily. I wrote Lotus, Celebrity Softball, uh, Husband, um, New York City Audition with Story. Oh, you know what? You, the, don't make jokes right now because this part's serious. What? So I lost a good friend named John Clayton. Covered NFL, knew him in Seattle years back. Died mm -hmm. in March. Just legendary guy. Football guy. Everybody loves him. And he was in, you got to look it up afterward. I'll text it to you. He was in this really funny commercial at ESPN where he lives at his mom's house and he has a Slayer t-shirt and he has a mm -hmm. pony. You got to watch it. It's very funny. Uh, I feel like I've seen that. So homage or homage or however you say that word, the sports um, um, athletic gear place, they made a t-shirt in his honor and mm -hmm. it says Clayton, but it's written in the script of Slayer and it's to honor him and raise some money for a good cause. And for appearing on our show, Aubrey Plaza, you uh -huh. will receive a John Clayton Slayer t-shirt. Yes. Fuck yeah. What size? Small. Small. Do you want it medium to wear as a night shirt? Whatever the man wants. We can get your husband. I can't, one I can't even I can't even tell you. I can't even pick my own size. I'll just, yeah, whatever. I'll just ask my husband what size shirt I should get. You know what? Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> we can't end on sexism. 
let's end positively. Wait, Gretchen, hurry, hurry. But that's Aubrey's our thing. gonna leave us. Okay. Gretchen's here. Hey, Gretchen. I'm good. You guys are so cute. Zero to ten. How great was the interview? It was a ton. Boom. All day, people. I can't I can't do it. She oh, she said it was the best oh, interview she's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm she sure. look how look how cute she looks. She, well, she's adorable. Right now, but, oh, shut up. Do you ever wear something to like a big Hollywood thing and just go fucking batshit wild? Uh, just look at me. What? I got a thing on top of my head and I got a trail and all that. Do you yeah, ever do that? Let's talk about her super sexy picture. Let's talk about no, your super sexy picture. The dress was sheer. The dress your, was sheer. Your body oh. was banging. Body was banging, Gretchen says. Shut up. Send it to me. I don't even remember that. Like I said, That's that whole perfect. thing was a blur. <laughs> that whole thing was a blur. We've gone. We've un. We've taken. We've gotten deep, like an onion that we peeled, and we've gotten to the essence of who Aubrey Plaza is today on this show. Save me, fix me. She has a great arm. She throws softballs hard. It's a miscarriage of justice that she wasn't in the celebrity softball game, while she claimed she was invited. Did you say miscarriage of what? Justice. I don't know about that. Here. We're going to close I, our show because I respect your time. A lot of people don't. You even you close the show to go be with your wife. What I want a you, happy when, life you have. When we, when we send clips of this, promotional type clips, you need to retweet it or the show dies. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you want, dude. Okay. Love Whatever. you. You were a Love treat. You. Very sweet of you to join us and Anytime. elevate this show. Not that the other guests suck. They were good also. All right. Well, wish me luck at the ESPYs. I hope I don't get kicked out. Good luck at the ESPYs. Do a clenched fist salute to the brothers from ESPN News who were not invited. It's a throwback joke. <laughs> Should I do that for real? It's On your stage? life, Aubrey Plaza. Would that be funny? I'm. Wait, tell me the line to say. Tell me the exact line. You have a clenched fist in the air. This like is a this? shout out. This is a shout out to my brothers at ESPN News who were not invited tonight. This is a shout out to my brothers at ESPN News that were not invited tonight. Boom. People, if it happens, the internet will continue as it was before, but people will laugh. Am I allowed to say my ESPN brothers? Is that like colleagues? 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 Is it guys or it's men and women? Men and women, gal, guys and gals. Except that, but does the joke still? Whatever, we can talk about this offline. Um, Aubrey Plaza. She's okay. an onion that's been unlayered, and now she's going to be put into a pan right. and sautéed and turn out yeah. to be the lovely creature that she always was. Okay, listen. Go All love right, your right. husband. Right, go love fine. your life. Thank All you right. for your time. This is the longest goodbye ever. Okay. Stay in, stay in school. All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Hey, Maine is a production of me, Kenny Maine, and Odyssey. Our senior producer is Paul Aspen. Our executive producer is Jody Avergan. And our executive producer for Odyssey is Lena Glazer. Social media support by Joey Capone. If you like our show, please rate us, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>